Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? A friend of mine, Paula Capitano, and that is her real name, she is this phenomenal woman who's 78 years old, and Paula's had an amazing life. She's an amazing, wise woman, incredible intelligence and wisdom. i just always surprised with her, her wisdoms that show up with her. Anyway, Paula was one of those people that um, raised her children on welfare a long time ago. She had four kids, and uh, she was on welfare, and she painted little mushrooms on driftwood and sold them at market, at the farmer's market where she lived, um, to make extra money. And Paula did this until she was, I think, close to 30 years old, when all of a sudden she was visiting Orcas Island, and she saw that the uh, cottage gift shop was for sale. This is like 30 some years ago. And Paula got inspired. And uh, she talked to the woman who owned it and said, hey, I, I think I'm interested. And she figured out what it was going to cost and went to her dad. And And her dad said, no, I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, but the following day, her father called her and said, I think this is a great idea. And he loaned her the money. And so she began this business. And within a very short period of time, I think it was within a year, she had paid her her dad back like thousands of dollars. She had been, was so good at business that she was able to do that. So that was like the beginning of, of, well, it wasn't the beginning because she'd been great all along, but, but this was where she really truly was doing what she, what was hers to do. So pretty much seven days a week, Paula has been running, was running the cottage gift shop um, and this is a huge tourist area, and the cottage gift shop is right next to the ferry terminal. So always had business, especially on Sundays when people are waiting for the, the ferry. And so she was extraordinarily successful and continues to be. She, uh, a few years ago, she retired uh, and was gave it to her, uh, sold the business to her son, who's been running it for the last four years, I believe. And I was kind of looking forward to Paula being retired because I figured, well, she'd be painting more and she'd paint with me and we'd have more time to hang out and uh, less time, less stress. But this woman doesn't stop. So she was like 75 when she retired, 74, 75. And she became um, members of board of directors for a couple of nonprofits. And she is known as the cookie lady here at, on the island especially for the Orcas Center and uh, for the Grange, where they do productions, um, all kinds of um, productions <laughs> and um, stage productions. And so Paula sells cookies to raise money for other uh, entertainers and such to come to the island and, and perform. So over the years, not just the last four years, but over decades, Paula has become the cookie lady. And like I said, she's been selling cookies for a long time. And the other day I said something to her about, um, she said if I, she was going to go away for a couple of visits. Uh, and, I, and, and I said, well, that might be a good thing because maybe then somebody else would like to take over or be um, selling something to raise money instead of the cookies. Thinking, me thinking that she'd probably be tired of that. And she said, no way, I, I'm not letting anybody in on my, <laughs> on my territory. I am the cookie lady and I will be the cookie lady until I can't do it anymore. And I was really, you know, inspired by that. I, 
my perception, <clears throat> even though I'm talking about aging and writing about aging and aging myself, I keep thinking that there's a point where people stop wanting to do what they love to do or what there's what is theirs to do. And Paul is a great example of somebody who continues to to do something in the world, even though she's, you know, in my mind, she's only 10 years older than I am, but she keeps doing what she loves to do. And isn't that awesome? Uh, my sister Patrice, who is, and that's her real name, uh, she gave me permission to say her name. Uh, she is also somebody who is constantly connected to what she loves to do and is doing it two or three times a week. Um, w- one of the cool things about uh, Paula as well is Paula is, goes to tap dancing le- uh, lessons every every week. Um, uh, and uh, my sister Patrice does that too. She taps three times a week, uh, plus she knits and she's married and all kinds of good things. And I'm just inspired by people who know what's theirs to do and what they keep doing. You know, I there are people who are uh, in, you know, in the Lions Club or other clubs uh, and organizations that serve people. And I'm inspired by people who do that. Um, and then um, another friend of mine who works at two or three different jobs as a volunteer and also supports people who are um, needing help going off island, you know, to doctor's appointments. She is there on the ready to help people. And it's in her heart. It's just who she is. And so when we're thinking about getting old, number one, the <laughs> intention of this little podcast is to say, hey, it never stops. You never stop unless you choose to, in a sense. You, you always have opportunities. You, me, always have opportunities to keep um, doing what's ours to do. So sometimes I feel guilty because I'm not in a service club and I'm not out there with other people doing voluntary work. I am not good at board of directors. I'm not good at being on committees. I'm just not. It's not mine to do. And when I do things like that, when I think, well, I should do things like that, uh, I get de-energized Well, uh, as opposed to when I'm doing what I love to do, like these podcasts or writing. Uh, or whatever it is I do that's fulfill me, fulfilling, that's mine to do, I get energized by that. And that's a really good thing to know is when you're energized by life, by your activities, and when you're not. Um, and it's really just a really cool thing to notice, whether it's in your job or with your family, with your children. I was speaking with my uh, niece the other day and hadn't spoken with her for about six months, but it was such a refreshing experience because the way that she has a sense of humor is what is our natural, our as in family, natural sense of humor. And I, it was just so energizing and delightful to be with that that's so natural and normal for me. And so we want to, and I want, the intention of this is to build more of that in my life. And I want you to want to build more of that in your life. Like where do you get energized? Where do you have fun? Where do you, is it playful or fulfilling? I did a, um, finished a painting this weekend and it was, um, I love it. It's one of my favorite paintings I've ever done. And I say that for almost every painting now, which is quite a wonderful thing to say. But when I was done, and it was a painting that I had uh, done on a commission, uh, I felt like I'd worked all weekend. I didn't feel 
fulfilled. I didn't, I felt glad that it was lovely and wonderful and I loved it. And at the same time, I was exhausted and I thought, I feel like I've worked all weekend as opposed to having it be a playful experience. And I don't know what that was about, whether it's because I'm painting for somebody else and that makes it work. I don't know. But I know that I don't want to do that. I don't want to paint and feel de-energized. Painting for me has always been so far a very energizing, uh, fun, playful experience. So the intention of this is to be curious about what's yours to do versus what you should do or versus what you're good at doing or versus what other people think you should do or versus, you know, your parents have been doing this um, and so you you should do that. It's really about what's yours to do and to explore that because as I'm finding out and discovering by talking to other people who are aging and by my own experiences, it's never over. And there's a lot of time if you potentially can live into your hundreds now, then it's good to know <laughs> what makes you happy because you'll have a lot of time to do that. And, um, and if you spend time doing stuff that you, that doesn't make you happy, well, you'll be spending more time just being grumpy and unhappy. So uh, that's pretty much it for now. Just encourage you to be curious about, again, what's yours to do? What makes you happy? What, what makes it happy that, you know, that you're in the company of people that, um, that make you happy. Happiness is a good thing. And it's, it's some places we don't have choice in, in our circumstances. We don't have choices. And yet we have the opportunity to, to see things in a way that can bring about more fulfillment, more connection with ourselves, our hearts, and our, our, um, our happiness. All right, that's pretty much it for now. If you'd like to leave comments for me, you can leave them, I believe, at, at pod podbean.com at this place, or you can join me at on the Facebook page, Aging Like a Guru. If you'd like to be interviewed for one of these podcasts, just leave me a message or there or email me at rosie at the paradigm shifts.com. All right, big hugs to you and bye for now. Thank you.